You can take that to the bank. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. Jesus Christ, what a good way to start this podcast. Let's go. Uh, this is the uh, three weeaboos <laughs> with Ethan, Declan, and David. He's a little bit, okay, oh, I just, he's a little bit, I just started recording. Drunk. He's nice. a little bit drunk. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, um, <laughs> that's uh, podcast drugs. Way, that's I'm, good. I'm, I'm a bit drunk. And that's loud. A pro, that's, a, that's, a, that's what you need. Okay. okay. All right, cool. That's ideal. Um, how, how, yeah. I am. Um, I witnessed. Uh, this is Julian straight in anecdote mode. I assume you're recording. I'm recording. Okay. I am. Um, so I, I was behind a, a a fellow fan of the Fast and the Furious franchise yesterday. He had and a, how did you a, know? How did you know? That? Oh, they had a, a. He had a bumper sticker that said, uh, I, uh, "Dude, I almost had you," and then it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was 1973 to 2013. Uh, oh god! And oh, I'm man. like, I'm like, oh man! I wonder that guy was so so shaken by the death of of our boy that he had to go and get a bumper sticker. And then the moment the the light went green, he proceeded to drive like the biggest douchebag I've ever seen ever. Perfect. He was doing the most dangerous. Totally unprepared lane switches. Doesn't use his fucking blinker once. He's tearing yeah. ass like in a school zone, like ripping it like fifty miles per hour. Took and, some uh, inspiration. And, and then in a mo- moment, I realized, oh wow, nothing is sacred in this world. Everything I that got- I like is also liked by terrible people. I he he's just he's just farther ahead than you are. He's living the the actual life, whereas you're just stuck in dream world. Being I a, didn't I couldn't have him if I tried. Being a lame boy. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I don't even care if people are mean to me on the road anymore. I just, I just, uh, I just think it's. Uh, I enjoy ignoring it because it makes me feel cool. Makes you feel superior. Yeah. So, because it's just like, it's either an F one fifty or a douchebag in sunglasses, even if it's overcast, our age in like a fifteen year old sedan, and uh, it's just like ah, you know, whatever. I'm going. 15 over if you want to wedge your f-150 up to its side view mirrors in my tailpipe that's you know what it'll probably be fine i don't care anymore do you do you ever see those people driving with sunglasses even when it's overcast in a 15 year old sedan and feel like you're looking in a mirror <laughs> yeah the other day because i the guy followed me about six inches behind my bumper for like 10 miles and then when he branched off into another exit i looked at him laughing my ass off after he brake checked me and it was like oh he's not like a giant trucker man he's like my age he's got sunglasses on like a like a dick dick is that, is that a tatami galaxy shirt is <laughs> wait a minute oh my god and you oh realize no. you stumbled across your do- your doppelganger yep. Declan with a k 
And he speaks in a nasty Russian accent. Um, yeah. Speaking of nasty. <laughs> yeah. Elfin lead. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh. Got a very animated right. David to contrast the last one. Let's, let's, get into this, let's get into the show. Okay, he's ready. Uh, Declan, do you, got, do you have the recap on this guy? I'm glad you're excited. Yes, I do. Holy fuck. Episode 50 what? 50-something. 50, uh... Five, maybe, problem, something like that. I got a fucking, I got a loaded gun yeah. sitting sitting next to me today, so I'm kind of on edge. Who knows Wait. what this guy's gonna say? Oh, he's, a, he's a loose cannon. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I get it. Elf and lead. Very anime. special episode. Yeah, the anime specifically. Um, this is based on a, a manga by by Lin Okamoto. Lin, a, a boy who's a boy. A boy named Lynn. It's my favorite country folk song. Who also did uh, Brynhildr, which um, Brynhildr is terrible, which I've mentioned before, and I, but I still think we should watch it, although we kind of just did watch it. I'll get to it. Um, he also did a, a manga called uh, Kimiwa Midara na Boku no Joe or something, uh, which is about a boy and a girl who dump fuck a lot and it's amazing all right because it's pornography uh but anyways like, can we endorse pornography around here official endorsement stamp it's, of approval you couldn't not like it if you tried <laughs> well uh, i know some uh, yeah. as long uh, as at the end of the day if there's a penis <laughs> in the vagina it's probably gonna be pretty good and no fecal matter uh, uh, that's, anyway. your, that's your one stipulation all right. Uh, this is from 2004, and it was uh, done by. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already just a bad. I don't taste. know what you're talking about. It's golden age. Oh fuck! Golden age of everything. 2004. This was anime's Jesus years, where they were lost in like, and nobody really knows what happened, but we kind of have some fragments. There are some like holdovers from from 2004. Yeah, some things preserved in amber. Mm-hmm. And volcanic ash. We unearth them every so often, and we're like, oh, look at that thing. How could we have done this? Is this even the same species? Are we talking about Elfin Lead, or is this... <laughs> <laughs> David, you've been on a podcast. You know the foreplay is important. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll get, I'll get in on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, the studio is ARMS, who also did uh, a kite... And Queensblade and Valkyrie Drive and Mao Yu. Arms is an unfortunate name for a studio for the show. <laughs> Didn't make that connection. Yeah, that's... Uh, the, ti- the, the title of the show is based on a poem by Goethe. <laughs> oh, man. What an insult. We're in for some shit. Oh, God. Um, so... The reason we did this show is because it's uh, very well known because everyone either likes it a lot because they enjoyed it as an edgy teenager who was new to anime, mm-hmm. or they hate it because it's for edgy teenagers who are new to anime. I disagree. Okay, oh, we'll, get to it. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Let's, let's cover it first and then lay down our uh, sure, sure, pieces. Sure, sure. But uh, we needed to know because very, very polarizing. Needed to figure it out. Need to uncover the truth. We're here to settle it. 
we're here to yeah for, for once and for all that's how we do it i've spent the past uh seven or eight years of my anime life totally disregarding this as edgy shit because i watched the first episode uh when i was first starting out and like this is edgy oh, shit all right so you had an educated guess yeah i do I, I had seen maybe 15 minutes of the first episode which was all of my knowledge of Alpha Lead. Okay. Yeah, uh, I probably saw a bunch of the decapitation scenes on YouTube at one point. Masturbatory material. So you can't get it. Yeah, that's the best you can get on YouTube. That and like breast examination videos. Oh, maybe some save home those births. for special occasions. Some what? Some home births. <laughs> <laughs> Water births. <laughs> oh, that's real nice. Uh, anyways. Oh, right. You enjoy those unironically, David. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, I only ironically masturbate now, so I'm more just doing it to make fun of it, you know? Like, yeah, no, I don't really totally. enjoy it so much. It's like, wouldn't it be fucking stupid if I like this? <laughs> uh, there's no laughter involved, though. The joke's not funny anymore. I, I jerk it to home births every night. So. <laughs> That's appropriate, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of afterbirth, uh, let's, get, let's get going. Let's get to, let's get to work on this show. Um, I, yeah, I, you wanted to start from the beginning? You want me to just start? From, from the, the beginning. beginning. Take it from the All top. All the way from the beginning. Yes. All right. So um, I started out watching the sub. And I've decided that if I really didn't like the show or didn't care, I would switch. And uh, it was not very long before I realized that the, even the Japanese voice acting is even noticeably poor, even to an English speaker like me. So I quickly uh, opted for the dub, which was right decision. Correct. You went there. for the nuclear option. I love the dub for this episode, for this anime. It was great. Boy, so do I, David. I don't know if we're on the same level here but i it's, <laughs> agree with uh, you <laughs> it really i'm sure casts new light on characters uh certain portrayals particularly that of the voice actor for coda give oh, certain dimensions God. that may or may not have been there in the sub uh anyways yeah we this i opted to do the dub the second i confirmed that there was in fact a dub to watch <laughs> <laughs> nice yep uh so the show starts off, every episode starts out with that opening. And people always say, even people who hate the show, say, I really like this opening. It's, it's, it, come on, man. It's very slow. Very, very slow. Just and like, it's, it, it, it's, is it a minute 30? Because it feels like it's fucking three minutes long. That's a minute 30, and it's, yeah, it's... It's uh, not a great opening, to be honest. It's, it's just not. So that's your one concession so far. Yeah, so far. I, mean, I have a lot of concessions, but definitely the opening, mm -hmm. there's there's some faults. Uh, it would be better if the show, like, deserved it, but it's so pretentious. Mm -hmm. So much. And the assets did not scale to Blu-ray no. quality very well. The the, the, the font for, for the title card is really, really got yeah, some no, aliasing going they, on. They didn't have that. They, no. They, that's on a, that's on that's a, a real DVD somewhere. That's a upscale for sure. Yeah. Or not even upscale, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really up its own ass from the first frame. Oh boy! Good. Uh, again, expected from what I, we knew of the show. Yes, we, and I assume you as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah, first episode, very uh, famous. She's girls telekinetic and escaping. I already knew that part. Um, but then, and also she sings a song. I don't know. I don't even remember that. I guess that doesn't come back ever. Maybe she. Maybe I guess she's probably singing the the, the, the opening. music box song. Okay, Mu- sure. Music box oh. song. That that's throughout the yeah. entire anime. It's a very important element of the entire. Anime. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, just like the grandfather clock. Uh, <laughs> so, David, I was going to ask you this: the first scene, or the first episode, uh, the uh, the scientists, uh, the 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 scientist guy, his assistant. She's clumsy, so she has all these sticky notes everywhere telling her what to do. Hmm. And one of them says not to refrigerate kimchi, and I want to know why that is. Well, you can't not refrigerate kimchi. I mean, it says it, don't it, refrigerate kimchi. Is it because it's, it's so essentially a, a pickle? It's it's pickled, uh, and and you need to refrigerate it to keep. It you don't good. need to refrigerate pickles. They're pickled. Open, they're not going to go once bad. You, once you open if that shit. If they're, yeah, once they're open, once they're canned, like once oh. you open the can, then you have hmm. to refrigerate. I would have guessed it's because kimchi smells fuck awful. Kimchi is amazing, but it, was, it smells bad. It smells alcoholic. If you open a fridge that kimchi is in, you're probably going to get a whiff of something you don't want. If the if the lid is open, sure. Okay, so we so we uh, that remains unsolved. We have no solution <laughs> to why you can't refrigerate that kimchi. Guess this show can give, give us all the answers. No. Oh well. It only gives you the answers you need, and then leaves less for the rest of the imagination. So uh, yeah, they're they're in this facility. This dopey secretary lady's talking to her coworkers. Uh, dudes are getting killed everywhere. Um, uh, they, I I think the problem they have is that they're not using enough bullets. I think that I think it would have <laughs> helped if they had just fired maybe like a few thousand more rounds over the course of this one minute scene. Uh, uh, it's the successive scenes, which are just redu- super redundant moments of like a du- bunch of dudes try to kill Lucy and they can't, and then they try to do it again, and then they don't like escalate at all. It's just a bunch of dudes with machine guns firing at her aimlessly or pointlessly. It really questions how her powers work in terms of whether she can control the armor around the bullets or whether she, uh, yeah that would have been a really cool fucking question to answer if it wasn't if it didn't tell us immediately and it wasn't the dumbest thing ever yeah because in, in the later episodes she she obviously blocks all these bullets from a bunch of armored guards that shoot rifle bullets but apparently she can't block in the beginning episodes it seems to depend on what the story needs her to do in that moment so it's basically they're as weak or as powerful as the writer needs them to be because it's I guess uh, armor-piercing bullets can get them for some reason. I don't think those go faster, though, so I don't know what... They got, a, they got more for inertia. S- for some reason, during the end of the show, they don't bring armor-piercing bullets they to shoot her, because she, she blocks them. It's bureaucracy, no. man. So, like, the, the, you yeah, know... You gotta get that funding approved. Yeah, it's okay. It's probably stuck on somebody's desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ethan, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. This first scene, how's this any different from Evangelion, really? Um, in terms of presentation, um, well, Evangelion looks good, and this looks mm. unbelievably cheap throughout the entire thing. Um, the first episode, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, Evangelion looks so much better than this, uh, and it, it has class, uh, and proper direction, and then this is just kind of aping Evangelion the entire time. Um, ah, so you admit it. That it, that it's stealing from Evangelion? You're saying that Evangelion is influential? And that it's... 
had a large impact on the industry as a whole is almost as if it's some sort of classic. I rest so my case. Anyways. Lead is as good as Evangelion. Yep. So yeah, so confirmed. Direct quote, put that on the box. Um, there's even a Lance Longinus in one of these shots. Just like in uh, Robots, starring M- M- Amanda Bynes. Starring Robin Williams. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> Throwbacks. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That is a throwback. What the hell? Anyways. Um, so, uh, also, her name is Lucy. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Um, and then the, the secretary dies. Horribly. Lucy. Everyone dies horribly. And then Lucy escapes. Um, well, first the secretary gets slapped. Yes, that's a recurring theme in the show is women Slap. getting slapped. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of a lot of smacking Pretty happening. Pretty much every single woman in the show has been slapped or abused in some... David manner. and I went through and discussed how I would say every single woman has been physically abused, and I would say at least 80% of them have been slapped on screen. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Throughout the course of this show. Um, I think 80% of anime characters have been slapped on screen. I hope so. <laughs> Um, they try to shoot Lucy, but it doesn't work, but she falls into the ocean. Um, and then we get a bunch of establishing shots of a, of a small town, uh, small Japan town, which looked straight out of Kimi no Noa. I swear background art hasn't changed in 15 years, 10 years, whatever. Uh, our, our, our boy's name is Kota and his cousin is her name is yuka they say their cousins like once and then they're she's trying to bang them the rest of the show yeah that's this was the thing that that uh david and i david did not re- remember that she was a cousin and i said kept reiterating that they were related i was very confused um, i didn't understand until about probably the second to last episode i was i was questioning was like is, where there's is another this mention cousin that that she's continuously Hitting on this on this man and 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 wants to to, to fuck her essentially like nice <laughs> yeah nice. Uh, yeah I mean yes I told you that once and then you're like no nah, no nah. and then we I were forgot it. <laughs> I, I didn't even I didn't even realize uh, so yeah um, then her entire character is that she wants to fuck Coda real bad she's uh, she's um, and she's, she's kind also of a, jealous. Yeah, she's kind of a, a goody two shoes. She she's bossy, kind of naggy, momish. Uh, and Coda is mom gf. Coda is God's perfect idiot. Um, there is, he Coda. sets the record for anime cluelessness. Uh, I would say he's um, maybe the most clueless anime character I've ever seen. In he's fiction. up there. He's top five. Um, serious serious contention for top three. Um, but he's, um, possibly sexless. I don't think there's a sexual bone in that guy's body. Uh, he must have been castrated at birth to possibly have gone this far through adolescence and not wanted to fuck or realize the girls wanted to fuck him. You want me to squeeze it? He's an anime protagonist. This is, this is worse than most. You know when, like, anime protagonists at least kind of sometimes know what's going on? Like, no. Ye, ye, ye. Um, <laughs> he he makes out with a girl and then doesn't understand what she wants. <laughs> Wait, when does that happen? They make out, and uh, uh, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. 
They might make out at the very end. I think he knows no, what's going the, on. No, 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 no. He makes out with the homegirl, the cousin at the temple in the rain. And then they never oh my God, address I just it remember ever that. again. Yeah, they never address oh, yeah. it again. I don't Weird. think he understand what happened. I think he was taken oh. advantage of. Yeah, no, no. She, it's, yeah, I guess he's basically just like a lobotomite. Basically. And he, for, he seems to have really a really hard time remembering anything. Like there are mo- so can we just, let's get to the point. What's this okay? Lucy ends up living with them. Like which- yeah, she shows up on a uh, on a beach and is uh, all naked, and uh, is a dumbass now. Yes. And immediately, um, the show tells us these these two people are connected in some way. They know each other from the past. Um, some, somehow they meet. So, so it ruins that. It's a dumb coincidence, and it doesn't. It ruins the dumb coincidences. The, the show the reveal re- reveal of information later because it just tells you, hey, these people, this girl is somehow connected to his dead sister. It's like, okay, well, there's really only like two ways that could play out. So he is his sister, them. or she is his sister, or she killed his sister. Those are the yep. two. Yeah, those are it's, those are the two. Yeah, I I don't think there's a single plot t- twist here in this entire show that David and I did not call, um, or not that there are that not that there are plot twists in this. It's pretty linear for the most part. Um, pretty much everything we could predict before it happened. It was not that we're not that it's like something to be proud of because it just is like right. you don't even you don't even have to think it really just presents you with what is going to happen. But anyways, so he's Coda and Lucy are living together, and. Like, Lucy has, at multiple times, breaks out of her dumb stupor to become this, like, horrible, murderous monster woman. Yeah, it's whenever she hits her head. And, uh, and, um, he doesn't remember that. Like, and he doesn't sort of piece together that there's this split personality going on. Like, she'll, is this part of his psychosis and, and his, uh... Well, if I was, if I was, like, if I was, if I had kidnapped a retarded girl and she occasionally just went crazy, I would probably not think that was super weird, to be, to be fair. You're saying that from experience? I'm, no, this is hypothetical. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I guess, I guess you're right, but... I think it was one of the more interesting parts of the show. It shows the uh, different mental illnesses that are, that are... So so far we've got uh, we've got mental retardation and severe memory issues. Well, I don't know about that, but it's okay. Or maybe like, he just thinks she's a genius compared to him. So he's just like, true. hey, whatever she's doing, she's got it figured out. Gotta this, this Lucy gotta lady. What's up, what's up? Anyway, let's I just, keep going. just I want to bring up this one shot of Kota in this first episode because it's so amazing. It's like imagine you have a picture of him on a piece of paper and you just tilted it way towards the camera and he looks yes. ridiculous and they do that as like a serious effect as he remembers his dead sister doesn't it happen a couple times i don't i don't i think i think they only do it once but it's amazing there's also some stuff going on inside of um this is back at like the government facility with uh, our main government guy whose name eludes me and then big bad government guy yes. where government dude walks really slowly across an evangelion room like you know, like the giant Gendo's giant chambers and Evangelion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, there's a, see, a shot where a good government guy walks for a solid eight to ten seconds towards the camera and doesn't really move that much, uh, and it's really, really gratuitous and hilarious. Yep. So uh, yeah, Coda instead of taking this retarded girl or 
someone or like girl who's like tripping really, really hard on drugs that he found on the beach. Instead of taking her to the hospital or to the police, he takes her home and um, he has this huge house all to himself uh, and he still complains about it. Um, oh my God. Because <laughs> he sucks. Um, then Lucy pees herself. Uh, and um, so then we have our, our um, experiment facility uh, uh, guys, those characters. So we got um, the, the, the chief. I call him the chief, who's sort of our main guy in there, who sort of seems to be uh, leading the experiment. But then there's a the head honcho who he reports to. Um, and then uh, this first episode, they're training this super rad shooter guy who's uh, getting all those frags, and his name is Bando. And can I just say... And I hope you agree that Bando is the best character in the show by he far. Was, I would, he's the evil guy. I would agree. That had the amputated arm, the robotic yes. arm. He also yes. has the best line in the entire show, far and away. Which oh, I don't has know so if many. We, if we want to say it right now, but I'm just going to say it. Which is, go ahead. Um, we haven't even met the character that he's talking to, so maybe I'll save it. I'll save it. But it's a well, fucking okay. amazing line. I have a, I have a clip here of Bondo. Hit me. Uh, here. Never sneak up behind me, stupid bitch. He's perfect. <laughs> I mean, he is perfect. <laughs> He's um, so is, perfect. This is immediately after he smacks a girl. Yes, uh, yeah, anyway. yeah. Just because um, she was behind him. Yes, which you're not supposed to do. Never do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't be behind um, him. Uh, he's basically, like, sometimes he's doing a really bad Macho Man impression. And sometimes he's not. It's just amazing. It's so good. There's a, at one point, one of his superiors says, like, he's, he's got a few personality quirks, <laughs> which is, like, just total sociopathy for the most part, which yep. isn't so much as a personality quirk as it is an entire character. It's more personality than most of these characters have, and it's, it's very entertaining. He wants to kill everybody a lot. Um, In this show? Never. Um, and then, uh, just at the end of this episode, Coda gives away way more exposition, uh, in a way that no human would ever talk. He literally says, then she died of that disease. Like, what? You're talking to someone who obviously knows that your sister died and what she died of. It's just, it's just like, remember, remember when my sister died of that disease? It's almost like he's talking to the audience. Uh Oh, and then uh, Lucy breaks uh, this guy's special seashell and runs away. And then we get the uh, the ending theme, which sounds like, because it's 2004, it sounds like a, like an Avril Lavigne B-side. Hmm. And I like it. Um, well, there's not, she, she has music that would be more appropriate for a Japanese audience in the form of Hello Kitty. That is so kawaii. Oh, right. That is so kawaii. Anyways. Mm. Um, all right, moving along, um, Bondo, uh, episode two, he just jumps out of a helicopter because he feels like it. he's not even supposed to do it. Everyone else in the helicopter is like, what are you doing? And he just jumps out. Um, Kota lies to the cops. Oh, so he's that's, that's a great scene. Now he's literally guilty of kidnapping a retarded girl. That is what's this happening is, here. There's no ambiguity. This, this is the point where Kota really endeared himself to me. Um, where he said that uh, we can't trust the police, which is like, I fucking get you, man. Fuck cops. <laughs> it's fucking, I'm about that. I'm a but he's Japanese. What's that? Oh, well, yeah, 
This show doesn't understand what Japanese crime is. They don't understand what bullying is. Why do you expect them to understand the relationship with police? Yeah. This show has brutal, like, brutal murder and, like, sociopathic kids killing small, innocent animals in Japan. Like, which is the farthest thing from the truth. Um. It doesn't think very, very kindly. It doesn't take kindly to the Japanese people. So, Bando's uh, trying to kill Lucy... And he, um, he runs into her, but, you know, she's still retarded, so, but he knows that he's been told, like, she can kill anything within two meters, and he's like, got it, and then he leans down right next to her within probably a foot or so, the first encounter he has with her, and by the way, I have, I think I have one more Bando clip here. Okay, hit me. My favorite. My f- Bando's my favorite, right here. Let's see. They gave us the green light to kill any witnesses. Right, Sato? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Every interaction with him turns into gold. Every other character is like, what? what? Who, nobody no, gets him, man. No one understands my man Bando. Uh, but, uh, so, we should mention the powers. In the first scene... The first episode, that she's just telekinetic and it's cool because, like David mentioned, you don't know how it works, but she just looks like magic and she mm-hmm. kills people with her eyes. And then it turns out they just have a bunch of wiggly ghost arms coming out of their back, Doctor Octopus style, that are really strong and go really fast that you can't see. It's a, uh, it's definitely a different take. It's uh, unique. Why? Would you do this? Literally, what? what is the point of having explaining this at all and having it suck so bad? So you can have uh, scenes where characters are like, you've got longer ghost arms than I do. And this girl's got a lot of ghost arms. Just call it reach. You have longer reach. Make them telekinetic. You, 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 That's so better. Maybe That's a calling cooler it thing to be. The reach. You put a the sure. in front of it, it becomes scientific. I don't give a shit. And the arms are sometimes this horrible CG abominations. It's like, it's fucking crazy to me. It, like, why couldn't they just be telekinetic? Why? That's a good point. That sucks. Oh, no. I think uh, David's having like a like a, an existential crisis next to me right now. What's? Uh, oh, you you're telling any- me David didn't put a lot of critical thought into this murder porn? No, I I think that we're focusing on the structure <laughs> of the show right now, and we're not focusing on the actual we'll on the heart. There. We'll get there. Okay, it's we're just it's we were doing a we're doing a recap basically, getting getting people okay. up to speed so that we can then discuss the merits of the show. Okay, so this this currently just this is just a so I, the I have things work. to say about the show, but I don't have things about to say about the show that are on the first or second episode. Really random details. That's fine. Yeah, we're. I feel there. you. It's we're coming along. Um, but do you remember the really shitty first person point of view shot, the one that they did the entire show? Nope. That was good. Um, and uh, so um. Oh, what was the line you liked? Was it, the sand gets bloody and you get dead? No, that's a good line, though. Because that's, a good, it's, it's he, that's the it's one later. where he sounds the most macho man. He's just like, you get dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a, brother. It's a line when, when he's talking to homeless girl later. What does he say? Uh, the, the line is, uh, call this number. If anybody gives you any trouble, 
I'll fucking kill him for you. Which is so fucking funny. It had me basically in conniptions. Uh, which is, it's a genuinely good line. Like, that would be fucking awesome in, like, a like a right. 80s action film, you know what I mean? I like did this. like that scene because the, of the way it ends, which is she calls in his favor on him. But it happened too quickly. I, I like well, that right then. That, I think that was a good... <laughs> I thought that was okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if anybody gives you any trouble, I'll fucking kill him for you. I will be stealing that someday. Uh, probably not from my real life, but who knows? It's when uh, you train. That's when you're training someone on the job. He's like, "Hey, customer gives you any static, I'll fucking kill him." <laughs> I'll use that. Yeah, that'll definitely happen. I'm not joking. I'll fucking kill him. I've killed you before. Don't you don't even have to say a word. Just give me the look. You know the look. Blink once, I'll kill the fucking customer. Blink, Blink twice, twice, I'll kill everybody in the room. I'll suck your dick. Um, so Blink three times, I'll kiss you <laughs> passionately. Uh. Um, so, um, w- uh, somebody kills a man. I don't know who, uh, oh, right, Lucy. Yeah, no, she, she goes back into crazy mode, kills one of the soldiers that was with Bando, changes back before finishing him off, though, so he's, uh, severely injured, uh, and Kota continues to lie to cops a whole lot, uh, and then there's, and then there, at the end of this episode, they set up another ultimate weapon to take out Lucy. This one is just another Lucy. Um, this is the point where I have to bring up that this, I've, I watched, I've seen Brynhildr before. I watched all of Brynhildr and Brynhildr was absolutely terrible. And it's exactly the same. These shows might as well be the same show. Everything is almost exactly the same. Which came first? (laughs) This came first. They're written by the same person. Yeah. Okay. But the girls with powers in an experimental facility, same Boy with a childhood friend who disappears mysteriously, same. Um, setting up, like, a new, uh, uh, you know, thing that's gonna... It's even stronger than the last thing that's gonna take him out at the end of the episode. Same. It's gore everywhere. It's, it's almost like... It's almost like if there was a, sh- a movie that was, like, a samurai film that was, like, Star Wars, where, like, it sets up, like, this big bad dude, and the twist is that it's the dad. The Last Samurai... It's almost like, yes. It's almost like Tom Cruise is Darth Vader. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, this is a movie, this is, never mind, it's not important. Curacao. <laughs> um, oh, also, I want to bring up the narrator real quick, who's only for the uh, next episode uh, previews. Because uh, sometimes was- some of his deliveries are quite good. All right, here we go. On the next Elf and Lead, episode three. Deep feeding. <laughs> holds, there's deep feelings every episode yeah there are you know you're right um, on the but, next episode of Elf in Need episode 4 deeper yet feelings one of them another like there were two episode titles with oh, the word yeah. feelings in them but um just the pause before the word feelings the long pause and then how he holds it feelings uh, is yeah, spot on <laughs> On the next episode of Elf, Elf in Need, Resident Evil 5. Oh, what a twist. Five. Um, episode three starts out. I'm going to try to go faster, but there's a lot to go through. I know we're all only on episode three, but there's so much gold. Uh, we get a misunderstanding because he's pulling her panties down. 
What? Change it. Crazy. I'm uh, just going to leave the room now. Uh, this is... Um, this scene struck... I was feeling the exact same thing as Coda during this scene. Which is, again, yet another scene that endeared me to Coda. Um, where I felt as uncomfortable watching the scene as Coda did experiencing the scene. Living it. Feeling it. Did you really? Um, yeah, I did in that I felt uncomfortable watching something so bad on the screen you know okay you just, you know where you just I, yeah. feel pain for somebody like you know when you watch um jack and jill and al pacino is doing the uh, the dance yeah. dunkin donuts commercial it's kind of that exact same feeling you yeah, know what it's I mean? like people had to make this and i am now watching it and some of the the people who made it might have even thought it was okay like there's no dignity yes in, in, in like in any there's anyone involved in this i also this is also the scene where i i realized there was no going back and that i i truly could not possibly understand what a western audience could see in this because western audiences are so attuned to they have a fan service meter that flies off the handle at the slightest shot of panties and this show is riddled with naked women being mutilated and I don't know how uh, Western audiences were tricked into liking this. Because, like, I have no shame. and But there are a bunch of people who see these things and immediately think exploitation. Or, like, you know... But I, I don't know how they... Like, there, there wasn't a cognitive dissonance there. Like, what... How do you justify liking this show if you aren't a huge anime fan? People especially young teenagers confuse uh uh feeling anything with uh with good with quality and when you have named characters getting decapitated mid-sentence that makes people feel like you are being very serious and therefore should be taken very seriously uh and i think that is that i'm pretty sure that's the entire reason why people enjoy this this show uh because uh not a lot of other shows you know do that uh, because they're good. Uh, You're saying so this show um, is enjoyed because it's gratuitous, and its deepest flaws are also the things that make it the most appealing. Uh, I no, I think its deepest flaws are are, are unignored or are, are ignored by uh, by the people who like it, but are still pretty obvious to everyone. Like how it looks like shit a lot of the time. Um, and how uh, it all just seems way too convenient. And <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We got, um, we got a lot of show to cover. Yeah. Uh, so the, the other no, Lucy's... David, you shook your head. No? Okay, we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, the other Lucy's name is, is Nana. <clears throat> And uh, it turns out these uh, these things uh, these are you know they're not a, they're not human they're a different species and they can reproduce parasitically. Uh, this whole th you know this whole project is just freaking genius. Um, so then uh, Coda gets sick because he was in the rain, obviously. Um, very sick. Very which is also a recurring theme in the show is Coda being concerned about sickness or people getting sick. I would say there's a mention of sickness in he basically every he single episode. He couldn't leave his bed. He, <laughs> he wanted water and knew 
probably came back to him probably 30 times with different objects. Which probably Never gave up. A couple hours. It was probably a period of, of, of an hour or two where you would bring back an object and Cody would be like, no, no it's not That's water. It's not water. It's not water. It's, Continuously. He's, this, is, this show is smacking women and Japanese constitution to show, which is like, I, they, like, everybody gets sick at some point during this. And cannot move. Yeah, Coda's, he's, he's going to be killed by, like, uh, the rhino virus. <laughs> it's, he's about to be taken down. Um, so, um, I think this isn't, this, does Yuka put his hand on her boob? Yes. That's great. That's a plus one for Elfin Lee, the guided wait, no. breast grab. The guided wait. breast grab is the number one fetish. Okay. Is it, isn't, wait, I thought Lucy did that. Or was that no, a previous? Lucy's oh, no, no, it's Lucy. She wouldn't know that. What? It's Lucy. I'm, isn't it Lucy where she's like, or no, he I'm, accidentally grabs a tit and then she's like, touch it again. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure Lucy does that, and she's like, "New, new, new, new." Um, Do her new thing. Uh oh yeah, I guess. Aha. Uh-huh. That's that doesn't make any sense. Well, because she 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 she's like just experiencing carnal oh, pleasure for the first okay. time. Well, I didn't bring that back. No. Whatever. Still number one finish. Um. Uh, you know, so at this point, not only is she a a kidnapped retarded girl, she's a sexually abused kidnapped retarded girl. Again, Western audiences, where are you at? How are you gonna level? The, how do you how do you respond to these claims? How do you sleep at night? Uh, the other girl with no pants shows up. Her name is Mayu. Uh, and uh, they, she's there, and Lucy hits herself in the head, transforms into nasty lady. Um, the uh. The uh, Mayu has a dog, and uh, uh, I was like, "Oh man, I remember this. I remember hearing about this. Dog fucking dies, but then it doesn't die in this episode." So I was very confused. But I was like, "I know some dog dies. This, I know something's got to happen." This was a call I also made, which means I must have absorbed it through osmosis at some point, because I just had a feeling about that dog the entire time. I'm like, "That yeah. doesn't seem right. There's no way that dog makes it." Um, it was kind of foreshadowing. It was just foreshadowing a different dog in yes. the past. Which is, you mean it's cheated. Yeah. Um, in, in episode four, Nana lays the smack down. Uh, Yuka is still upset about whatever. I think I'm drunk while watching this episode, according to my notes. Um, Mayu is poor and homeless, and you can tell because she buys the bread crusts, or she gets the bread crusts from a store somewhere. And um, then she gets comically tossed into the woods after intervening in the fight. Between Lucy and Nana, she gets thrown through like the like the top of a tree. Yeah, yeah, she just gets tossed. She's like, "What?" And then, um, then uh, Chief and crew show up. Nana gets uh, delimbed all the way around. This was a, this is an example of gratuity, um, where yes, it's just, just in poor taste, <laughs> just just really in poor taste, and it's, beyond the realm of credulity, and. Um, again, hard to watch, not because it's grotesque, but because it's hard to see somebody actually put that on the screen and try to have it be taken seriously. (laughs) 
<laughs> it just getting ripped limb by limb is not. Uh, it's not shocking. <laughs> it's it's Which just it happens over and over again in this show. Yeah, limbs Continuously. are limbs have a really bad track record in this one, and heads as well. Um, oh yeah. Uh, it's this, this. This scene is hard to watch for for reasons other than intended. Um. Yeah. I. I just. I felt mostly nothing because I knew that that's this kind of show. It is. I'm just like, well, you know, I was. No, she's not gonna die. You just introduced her. Yeah, she's gonna be fine. Um. But uh, Mayu, dog girl, thinks the whole thing was a dream. Of course. And our harem expands even wider because she gets invited in. Yes, uh, and then this, the, show, the show truly reveals its, its actual form. Right, it's persona. You're just going to keep taking in girls, lost women who need help. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lucy gets retarded and naked again, and then we're introduced to a scientist developing a vaccine for uh, the Diclonius, is what they're called. And then uh, Nana supposedly gets euthanized, gets killed by uh, by her papa, by a chief, which would be a sad scene without the terrible Gregorian chant and pretty much uh, everything else. Huh. If there's one lesson you should take away from this show is that you you cannot do Gregorian chant without coming off looking like a total fuckboy. Don't even try it. Not for not for amateurs. Please hey, do not Halo attempt. Ended that. You can't do it anymore. It's done. It's finished. Don't do it, nigga. The book, the Don't last. Don't do it. The last word is written. Book closed. Oh, CG ghost arm is not a good idea, but really, the Gregorian chant. Stop. Do 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 Serious, very serious no. business. No. This show has two songs. It's got that opening song reorchestrated, yeah. and it's also got this weird, like, whistly synth line song. Both great yeah. songs. It's a fine melody, but it's there every implement. There's the Gregorian chant version, there's like the opera version, and then there's like the piano version during the emotional scene. Do, do, do. It's, ah. It gets to be a bit much. A little bit. Anyways. Um, episode five. It's a Mayu episode. Oh. It turns out she was actually the literally sexually abused retard escapee. Um, but I guess her, speaking of gratuity, I guess her stepdad just kind of stared at her butthole. <laughs> yeah. That's, again, Western honest is where you at. They think, no, they think that's a really, really, like, it's really, really respectful exploration of, of, of having this abuse. Having this girl fucking Bend like, over. get on all fours. Do it. it is, is, is is that all that happens though? That he stares at her. It, that's I what they show. He, yeah, yeah it, I think it's just a explanation for what actually happens to her. But but you think that's a metaphor? But then why would they show him staring at her butthole? That's just a one level below. Like why wouldn't they like show a train entering a tunnel or something? Like you know why would? I've got I've got a um I got let's do the better let's write a better way of doing this. Okay, so so you don't so do it. <laughs> it's in the next room. There's paper walls, right? Because we're in a Japanese house. Door closes, and then you've yeah, got silhouettes then, of the papa and the, and the daughter. And he's like, "Take it off," and then you cut away. And then you cut you to her mom a, hanging her head, you know, or something, you know, just like anything. Yeah. Or cut you cut to anything you else. Cut to her immediately getting slapped by the mom for trying to explain it, and you don't explain the fact that she's going to her mom to explain that she's been raped by her dad. 
just you know what g- I mean? cut cut to a hornet stinging a caterpillar. Like even the most bitch boy of of symbolism would be would be a more. Uh, artistically valid than just showing having a shot of a dude staring at a butthole i assume she was raped there's no telling you really can't tell well it's yeah but it's but but it's obviously an implication of rape but there's a better way of implying rape it's it's like just showing a dude like kind of raping but not really um have them walk into a room together and that's it you know like you can that's really it it. that's all you need that's that's tasteful this show has no taste. It's just show. It's instead it will show a dude staring at a girl's butt, who are like, I love to rape. Uh, anyways, uh, and uh, all right, so um, the doggo escapes, um, but the gang uh, they get Mayu back, and it's everyone's happy. We family now, family. Um, but then it, they, they, I guess they officially actually adopt her what the yes. hell this is one scene where they adopted her it was very strange well, as, as well as the one scene where they went to a college course which never happens again by the way went to the what so i didn't they, hear you they went to a college class there was one scene oh yeah the also they're in school they're yeah. they're the worst students ever by the way <laughs> they don't fucking go to shit they're freshmen they're fucked they missed like the first three weeks of class like the most important ones they're, they've nothing to go with. One class. Yeah, that's all the, we saw. What the fuck? But they adopt her. Yes, they go. They go <laughs> to the government and get papers, and they and meet, they, were, and they, they, they have one mom. Yeah, they they have one throwaway line like, "Yeah, it was weird how easy your mom let her go." Oh. Whatever. We got this girl now. She's we have ours. a daughter. They are literally <laughs> responsible for this child now. These eighteen-year-olds. Yep. No way. Whatever. Um, and, uh, who's their professor? It's Vaccine Guy. Whoa! Whoa. Coincidence! Instantly recognizes Lucy, because they bring her to class f- for some reason. Why they bring her to class? Uh, because they gotta, can't leave her alone, but they gotta go to class this one time, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, but he recognizes her. He, uh, he, he, um, takes her from them quite reasonably, but they still consider him a real jerk, but he... You know, he has a convincing story about how, oh, it's my my niece. She ran away, or something. Um, which they but, they don't think they don't think it over. They just hand her over and like, and we out. Which is again yeah, another like, instance where I was in Dear Dakota. Which is like, okay. Um, yeah, like my, first of all, it's reasonable to just hand her off because it's an adult and he he has a seemingly good reason to take her and it's a retard off your hands and that's great so problem solved and then three hours later they're like hmm wait a second what if he wasn't telling the truth wait a second I love Lucy now yes so that's just a great move on your on their part it, it, like with it, I would say within two minutes of being inside the professor's classroom they've handed off this girl um, he cancels class he's like everyone go home I got stuff to do I got, I got, I got a, I got a, a, a lab subject to rape. Anyways, let's keep going. Um, by the way, these diclonuses, diclonii, enlarged pineal glands. What did I tell you? What did I tell you about that pineal? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, eat some, gotta decalcify. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta eat lots of prunes. Gotta go paleo. Distilled water. Don't touch, don't touch strawberries. Do not touch strawberry. Well, strawberries. No probably. seeded fruits. No? Don't eat them. That's the Tom right. Brady diet. 
Oh well, Tom Brady does it. We'll see how. Well, we see how it fucking turned out for him. So, uh, the gang decides that Vaccine Man uh, might be might have been lying because he is quote weird, even though he wasn't really acting weird. Um, and then uh, there's a scene where Vaccine Man whips off his wig in his underground lab, and he has horns too, and then he dies. <laughs> um, oh man, uh, I guess she. What did she? Did she kill him? Yeah, because okay. he's gonna rape her. Right for so, rape, so because he, they're gonna he's gonna uh, he, he, well he wants to um, reproduce and replace humans with the Diclonuses so it'll be exactly the same as humans except everyone will have fancy ghost arms. Yes, everybody Why? will be murderous and have fancy fancy ghost arms. A perfect world. Yeah, per- yeah great great idea, dude. Utter utopia. Um, episode six. Oh man, I totally forgot about this. Bando gets new eyes and arms in exchange for his balls. Yes, they, 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 I think it's like they're going to do some other surgeries on him or something like they need to, I was figuring they had to like remove his lower half and that was a byproduct, but they only make reference to the balls. He, yeah, so, no, they, like he references his balls, which you'd think would be like, cause balls is sort of a, uh, uh, sort of a synecdoche, you know, or it's like my balls where that could be like his dignity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like your wife has your, has your balls, but he I think the doctor makes reference to his balls. <laughs> Something like there's another line that makes you think like, oh, it's actually he's actually selling his balls for these these prosthetics. Yep. <laughs> I, I, what 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 use do they have? I guess like um, black market maybe. I was there was one one time. I forget if you were there, but I don't know. I feel like we were looking at like, how much money can we make selling stuff? I was there to a hospital. Okay, yeah, we were like, hmm, I'll take a testicle for was it three grand or thirty grand? It was thirty grand. It was that's 30 a, grand. that's a decent. I have two of those. I was like, I was seriously considering yeah, a chunk. it. That's a it's car. A, that's a Tesla. You get a Tesla yeah, for one dude. nut. Oh, a year's. It's like a year's wage for for one nut. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, you just gotta sell a nut a year for the rest of your life, and, and you, you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta freeze your your stuff, you know. Yeah, I don't need those butts. Those butts. <laughs> I don't, I don't little, need those can, those nuts. They, they kind of look like a butt. Yeah, <laughs> I call my front butt. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fupa. That's a different. Um, what's happening? Uh, so oh, and his the, another great line from Bando. He's talking about his new hands, and he says. How much can this baby handle? <laughs> it, it, I think he only got the one new arm. The other arm's real, which I did. I thought he had all of his limbs ripped off. All, uh, no, I think the he other only characters. got two ripped off. But he's got one real arm. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and he says something about sack clearance. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Kota goes to a vaccine man's office and he meets his assistant there instead, oh. who's a lady. And the assistant uh, seems not to worry that the guy she works for lied to get access to a retarded teenage girl. She just sort of thinks that's normal. Uh, Lucy finds out that she can control people or something. I don't know. Uh, Kota and the assistant find the dead professor. And uh, Kota tries to tell Yuka about this but he has some weird memory thing i think this might be like sort of an implied plot point like he actually can't remember anything traumatic that happens to him because he cannot piece anything together this dude is with lucy for a few hours and then he is decapitated Uh, then the chief 
talks with the head honcho, who is Vaccine Man's dad. And uh, the chief, we learn, has had a hard life because he had to kill his wife and daughter. He killed his daughter and his wife killed killed herself. Uh, Supposedly. Yes, as as alleged. But nobody's backstory is actually what they say it is. Not exactly. His is actually pretty close. Um, But uh, then Bando talks to Mayu and then gives her his number as we do that scene. Because she called the cops to help him that one night, I guess, when he was on the beach. Uh, Kota hugs Yuka while they search for Lucy. And at this point, I remember like, wait, weren't they supposed to be cousins? But then Yuka gets mad wet and they make out. So I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, But then Lucy shows up. They found her. Uh, Lucy is jealous of Yuka because she's uh, in... um, in lucid lucid lucy mode not retard mode but then she goes back i think uh but and then it turns out hey nana's still alive um and she uh shows up on the beach and is immediately about to get fucked by bondo not literally just get fucked up by bondo anyone who shows up on the the beach beach is going to meet bondo the second she rolls up on the beach she immediately sees bondo who at one point is literally just cleaning garbage up on the beach so he's a glorified you you cut out there he's he's immediately what he, he's immediately, uh, uh, you know, finds her because it, it, in one scene, I, I think he lives on the beach because in one scene he's just cleaning up garbage on the beach. <laughs> like he's just got like a bag. And- <laughs> this is where her father dumped her off, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, he dumped and, her off like. And he tells his daughter to go find a place far away and go live there forever and stay happy and be a good person. But he dumps her off on the beach where all of this action is happening and he knows that. Why would he dump her off right in this small town that everything is happening? The facility must be... Everyone who goes in the water from that facility ends up on that beach. So it just must be an inevitability somehow. It's like Alcatraz. Where like yeah, you just basically. End up with this, you just get taken by the... You, you're current escape, must just take you You get taken by the current. You get taken by yeah. the sea. Uh, episode 7 now. Um, Bando is facing Nana and is not at all afraid of the same... Apparently, like what is apparently to him the same type of girl that ripped all his limbs off, but this time he's got special bullets, I guess, so it's fine. Um, and then he he kicks her, and then he he immediately, he finally figures out. And he, I think he has an actual line. He goes, "Whoops, two meters," and he <laughs> jumps back. Yes, he does jump back. Very, very finally he figured it out. Um, but he's he convinces her to kill everyone somehow. Um, it, he just turns her evil. Or something. I is don't know. Is this where they explain that her that her limbs work? They're not like actual prosthetics. They're just piece. Like she controls the articulation she, with her four arms. Yeah, she has a bunch of doll limbs that she moves around with her ghost limbs, which are quite silly. Uh, this is the this is the point where I realize, like, oh, okay, this show does just suck. This is just regular bad. This isn't like special bad. This is just a weird. This is just a weird bad show that a lot of people attached onto for some reason. This, this is just a this weird is, phenomenon. I realized this much earlier. I, I got this at like the, like <laughs> one of the first scenes in the show where it's just like, oh wow, I, if this is as good because the first episode of something is generally about as exciting as it's gonna get. Oh, absolutely. And as good as it's gonna look, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is just. <laughs> um, I and I basically spent the rest of the show trying to figure out why the audience for this show exists. Um, and the more gratuity that that occurred, the less I understood. Um, I understood more. I know. I know exactly why 
people gravitate towards that. Um, uh, it just seems this disconnect. Well, let's keep going. And let's, David, you're shaking your head again. You got a problem, big guy? I'll let you know how I feel about your question after you guys finish your recap of the entire <laughs> okay. show. Okay. He's okay. building up. I'm excited. Um, Kota forgets about the whole decapitation thing. Nana can now launch her arms. So she's launching her prosthetic limbs at Bando. Um, and then they're on the same team now, though, for no reason. For a bit. And then Nana doesn't know how to use money. And then um, the, everyone find they find out, the, or the, the, the gang finds out that Mayu is missing, I guess. And I swear to God, every other scene in this show is them finding out someone is missing. Everyone is constantly going missing. This Fuck character all the is time. missing, but I'm sick. Where and is also, oh no, this girl? she had her rims lift off. Fuck is this Christ. dog gonna die? Um, and then Nana meets up with Mayu, and uh, her legs fall off, and Mayu is oh my god, that's pretty funny. These two girls, they're voice actresses. There's Holy shit. The voices they're doing is just like this really airy falsetto, and they're both doing it exactly the same way. Hearing them exchange is crazy. It Mayu sounds like I'm being gaslit. Mayu yeah. and Nana had amazing voices. I loved, like, they were the, the best voices of the entire show. They were fantastic. They sound identical to me. It's just, per- per- it's it just, per- it's just you, have per- to, you have to do it a little higher, and then, oh, hey, how's it going on, oh, little girl? I don't know how the money works. But really? Oh, but you have to put more you have to put more air into your voice so it's actually more like this. Just the same tone, every line. What drove me insane. It was crazy. He asked for five hundred yen. <laughs> I don't have that. Yeah, no, she doesn't have that. I like the scene where she teaches her about money. That's a good That was that was genuinely clever. Because <laughs> they're both dumb, but they're dumb in different ways. Nana doesn't know how money works and and Mayu's just a, a wimp, and and it's uh, and just watching these 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 two totally useless little girls try to <laughs> interact was very funny. Um, uh, and th- this is this show is what really put this episode was what really put me over the edge because uh, this is where they do so many way too loud jump scare flashbacks. They're very the show does brief. a lot of that. The, except, oh, yeah, just, except for the last two episodes, but they're like they'll have flashbacks that are a like a shot and juxtaposed really weirdly with what's going on, and actually way louder than the rest of the show, like like an octave louder, and it's a loud noise, very sudden. And I did not appreciate it. I know you liked that scene in Spider-Man 2002, but you gotta stop. You can't just do it. It's 2004 now. You can't just be doing it. I mean, everybody loves every scene in Spider-Man 2002. Ooh. Um, but yeah, that, uh, Mayu teaching Nana about money is the best scene of the show so far. Best part. I gotta disagree. I, I, I still think that if anybody gets you to trouble, I'll fucking kill him for you. That's, that might be like one of the best scenes in any anime. I don't know. It's definitely up there. Channeling, channeling. I think that's Komendo. accidental just because the way he read the line. I can live with that. Okay. It's in the version that I watched. So, <laughs> um, and then they, they bring Nana back, and she loses it when she sees Lucy. Because she's supposed to be able to sense Lucy. Because she was supposed to kill her before. But um, 
she's not sensing her because Lucy's in, in uh, Dumbo mode, uh, but she recognizes her and goes, oh my God. So then that, uh, that episode ends with them about to face off episode F and we get another slip. Nana gets slept for being mean to, uh, to Lucy. Uh, and then, uh, we see a vaccine man's dopey assistant meets with the head honcho and she gets shot cause she knows something and she needs to tell him and, uh, he, uh, lets her live because she, she, he needs, she needs to find out who the, uh, who Kota is cause he knows too much. I know her as crusty panty girl because at one point she's like locked up in a bunker and isn't allowed to go out or anything. Yep. And she's like, I haven't been able to shower for months and or for yeah. a month. And it's about that time. Uh, yes. Crusty panty girl. Yep. It's just want to sniff that, butt. I could see the posts already. Um, did you read my review? Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> oh I just want to, I want to, I want to, where did, Drape did, did, assistant did, did, scientist lady's three-month-old panties over my face and inhale deeply. Did, did, did you then find my Google, Google search history where I'm like, where to buy crusty panties online? It's and too easy. Did you also follow my Silk Road history as I proceeded to do so? <laughs> They're in the mail. I, if I could follow people's Silk Road history, I would never leave the house, my man. Um... So, uh, what's going on? Nana tries to convince Mayu that Lucy is bad. Um, and, um, Na- Nana goes back to serious form. Or Lucy does. <clears throat> and, um, this is the part where I lament, why couldn't it have just been telekinesis? Why? Uh, it turns out the head honcho also had, uh, some kind of humanity ending instrumentality plan. Uh, cause it's a, you know, it's a post-Ava it's a, it's world. It's an anime. It's gotta be instrumentality. Flashback to Nana at the orphanage, but maybe it's Lucy. I was never able to figure this, figure this out. That's Lucy, cause. Okay, but they've changed her voice, so it, it's, they Wait. they make her voice into Nana's voice, so it's very confusing. She sounds just like Nana. What? It's the, it's the, okay, yeah, no, that's, that's Lucy, because it's, she meets up with Coda later. Yeah, but she, they make her voice into the exact same as Nana, yeah. so it's very confusing. Um, but yeah, we get like an, an episode and a half of, of a flashback here where she's at this orphanage, she gets bullied, and um, by the way, this is an ADV dub, so everybody from Ghost Stories is in here. So, um, so uh, she, uh, she finds a dog, and this is what I realized, like, okay, this, is, this dog's going to fucking bite it. Um, and, uh, yeah, the bullies are all like, yeah, dude, I'm 12, and I fucking love killing dogs. Hell yeah, Murder! Bro. Murder! Uh, Kid Kota, episode 9 now, Kid Kota meets Kid Nana, who sounds a lot like Lucy again, for some reason. Or wait, no. no she's kid, still, she's kid still Lucy. Lucy. Still Kid Lucy. Notes are incorrect. Kid Heron, Pink Heron horns on multiple characters? Genius. Same voice. Who could have guessed? Recipe for success. Um... She lives in the apartment of some people she murdered, and uh, young Kota, young young Lucy, hang out. Uh, she she but she just keeps murking fools. God damn! And then they go to a zoo. Another fun scene because she's freaking out about all the animals. <laughs> it's a a little bit dis. There's a dissonance between this and the rest of the show. Well, obviously, this is like over the top whimsical, but not in like. It's not. Slowly, she kind of comes to comes around. She's just immediately like, 
How did that get so long? Wow. She's just a kid. Um, uh, but she had then then immediately she has an existential crisis about whether or not it's okay to kill lots and lots of people, and then they play in a river. Then they get naked. And then they get naked, and then uh, I don't know why we needed two episodes of flashback just to establish that. Um, but I was I was wondering how they would stretch this show out because it did seem like we were kind of reaching a climax. So then we had to have two episodes of flashback. So then um, Lucy gets jealous of his cousin. Uh, y- Yuka and then she kills a bunch of people at a festival and um, and uh, just a lot of decapitate this is this is decapitating people mid-sentence the anime unofficial title also slapping uh, girls and being sick yeah but mostly decapitating people mid-sentence uh, and at this point I realized that oh this was Lucy the whole time okay alright sure episode 10 uh Nana, Mayu, and Lucy have a standoff until Lucy transforms back and then they eat together. And then we get a flashback to Lucy still killing. Or I guess it's Nana or it's the third one. I don't know. There was a bunch of them. I literally still don't know. Uh, and, uh, ooh, I have a clip. This, it's nice to have uh, David with me as a, as a bouncing board just so I can be like, hey, is this his character? And like we just figure it out. And we are. I don't know what that one is. <laughs> this, is, this is the scene where they're launching uh, bearing, ball bearings at, at this girl. Yeah. Which is probably not the most effective form of eh. this. Is, is a little bit out there. They, they, pretty, they had to come to some pretty severe conclusions to determine that this is what they wanted to do. Like, it's a pretty arbitrary metric that they're judging how strong these girls are by. It's, I don't know. Well, as we, as we all know, scientists are, are way too brutal, brutal and ruthless. And, and yeah, they, they'll stop at nothing to get to the truth, no matter I, how much uh, uh, pain they cause. I trust them almost as much as I trust cops. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. It's, yeah. Scientists stop at nothing. Uh very easy Enough for them to just... Enough about the boys in blue. It's about the boys in white. The you know ones you fucking watch out for. Preach. Uh, They'll think you're nuts. The reason I play that clip is because when he says do it, it's just completely deadpan. It's it's very it's very good. Do it. Um, oh, and this is another flashback episode. Great. Adventures of Young uh, Chief. Uh, he, uh, he, he almost gets bapped and he's doing baps. He's bapping. Uh, and uh, Chief's uh, little daughter has horns. Oh, okay, so yeah, he's killing the Diclonius. A bunch of people in the office are having Diclonius kids or something. I don't know. And he's killing all of them. And then his daughter has horns. She's Diclonius. I couldn't have possibly seen that coming. What? What is this? Uh, and then he, he finds out his daughter is a Diclonius. And then we get a flashback to the scene before where he's talking about how you have to kill all the Diclonius because we couldn't have figured that out. This this quandary. Uh, so then he's about to I am legend his daughter, but then his wife uh, dies of being a dumbass because she's walking around when she's bleeding all over the place. Uh, and then I guess he doesn't I am legend his daughter because Nana is his daughter, or it's it's not actually Nana. Thirty five is his daughter. We will get to, but some one of them's his daughter. Who fucking cares? And at the end of this episode, they introduce number 35, who's got hella vectors. 
Uh, so here's your next villain of the week. She's got 35 of them, and they reach out real far. There you go. Whoa. How are we going to stop this force? I still don't know. <laughs> it eludes us. Uh, number 35 has a scientist mom. And uh, in the last episode, they said that Diclonius immediately killed their parents all the time. But now this one has a mom, and, and she's the only one that she'll listen to, and they apparently would never separate them. So, so much for that. Um, 35 has a bomb in her. Uh, now this is kind of to the point where Evangelion is stealing from is stealing from Elephant Lead, so it's kind of a snake eating its own well, tail they're, type thing. they're both, speaking of snake, they're both stealing from Ground Zeroes. So, there you go. That's crazy. Fucking crazy. Future stealing. God damn. Um, this one is flat. That's how you can tell her apart. Because they're always naked, pretty much. Uh, but this one's flat, so she steps out of her chamber. And then uh, she explodes her mom. But then the top half of the mom detonates the bomb. But the bomb only blows up her arm or something. Do that again. We're going to hurt you even worse. Yeah, better listen. Uh, we're super serious. Yeah, and oh, and, and they say she can't. Oh, she can't use her vectors when she's feeling pain. Great, couldn't get one without that weakness, huh, guys? That'll be great in combat. Yeah, let's send her out. She'll stand a chance. Uh, the chief disappears. Vaccine man's assistant still looking for Kota's face and finds it. I think. Uh, Bando is still on the beach, still chilling, like a garbage. villain collecting garbage. Uh, the chief offers to fix Bando's arm. Now they're in alliance. Uh, he wants. Bando to kill 35. Uh, Lucy gets upset when Kota mentions his sister. Uh, uh, for some reason. Can't figure out that one. Yuka gets jealous because Kota said he cares about Lucy. This doesn't work in English. In Japan, in Japanese, he said ski to her, which can mean love or like cares about. But in the dub, he just says he cares about her and Yuka gets all bitchy because of it, which doesn't very in character sense. for her so yeah i guess she's Didn't just kind of she's just kind of pissy uh nana feels 35 coming and so then they face off at the end of this episode almost there we're almost there i swear we're almost done um episode 12 nana gets smushed uh and then by 35 coda shows up um and i want you to picture how ama- like just think of how amazing it is. We've gone this many episodes. Kota knows nothing. Yep. He know he doesn't know anything's going on. He doesn't think anything's weird. He just thinks he's taking care of a bunch of retarded girls. This is exact <laughs> this is the exact thought I was having which which is like uh he genuinely does not understand anything that's transpired. It's all about everything his head. that's happened. All of the past histories, all of the decapitations, hundreds of on-screen deaths, torture, murder, some of them with him right there on screen. He doesn't know anything, and he is just as shocked at, at seeing this combat as you or I would be if we were to see it. Whoa, these girls have pink hair and horns. That's crazy. Come move what? in. That's why Coda is the best character. Yes. Yep. Coda is too pure for the show. He doesn't deserve anything that happens. True beauty. True he deserves pureness. to live in that house with those girls forever. <laughs> he seems to be happiest that way. He'd be happy in pretty much any situation. He could block like, anything out, apparently. I feel like he's a dog. I feel like Code is a dog on the inside. Dog imagery is, is powerful. A lot of dog imagery. Yes. 
Uh, but uh, Nana gets knocked into the water. Lucy shows up, and she slips in blood because everyone has to be covered in blood at all times. And uh, this is um, this is the first time that like Kota like gets upset. And I noticed something about his voice actor when he wants to dis- when he wants to express sadness or or distress. <laughs> what are you doing? Let me go! Listen to me. That girl will kill you. What are you saying? You're crazy. <laughs> what are you doing? Cast your hands on me. You're on my mom. I could have another one. I know about live it. We need <coughs> another girl around here. Yeah. You'll find me a homeless girl. Someone find me a retired girl. I'm running low. <laughs> oh. Fuck. You, you're your uncle? Get her the fuck out of here. We got enough fucking weirdo. Anyways. Um, Nana somehow disables 35's arms. Um, and then I guess Lucy wasn't the target of 35. I don't know why not. You'd think they would be like both of them because they're both still out there loose. Um, but Lu- Lucy's back though. She remembers everything. Uh, Chief's assistant, uh, gets cut in half. Flashback again to, uh, the festival. Um, it, K- Koda's little sister, Kanae, saw Lucy kill all those people. And then five minutes later, uh, they're on a train and their dad is casually reading the newspaper yes. as she describes the horrible murders she saw. She's briefly traumatized. Yeah, like they know there was some incident. They think a bomb went off. And her dad's it like, it's okay, you're die. safe. And then they're on the train a few minutes later and she's just like, a bunch of people got cut in half. I saw them, I saw it happen. And he's just reading the paper. Just cash. Yeah. They're, they're fucking around and he doesn't move for a solid 15 seconds. It must be a really doesn't good care. article. That's when journalism's real. Oh, man. Engaging oh those crosswords. Saudi Arabia. Those funny, those funnies. The they'll they'll rope you in. Oh, also, Gar- this Garfield. Oh, Ack, Kathy gets me. Dunes, Dunesbury. That's so you heard this? George W. Bush is a clown. Oh, so true. 2004, yeah. Look, look at his nose. Look at the size of his ears. Crazy. Anyways. Tiny nose. Um, and then Lucy's voice changes for some reason. That was confusing. Um, but yeah, she's uh, upset because Coda told her that he was going to a festival with his cousin and she asked if the cousin was a boy or a girl, and he lied and said it was a boy, but it was actually a girl's. So she got very, very upset. And this is the reason for all of this. Which is ridiculous. Uh, it's very ridiculous. You know, they almost it, it they almost could have made it into like a, um, you know, a tragedy, but I don't think it's competent well, enough to It could have been really... an accident. It could have been an, an actual accident where like she was defending herself and then she killed somebody. You know what I mean? It could have been there's, but there's n- no none of that. I think there's, there's no merit ambiguity. in in that, the, in that all of this horrible suffering was caused by the fact that she was just a kid, and kids are you know not rational and will do crazy, terrible things for stupid reasons. But I don't think that was what the show was going for. They're, experience, I think it's they're just experiencing dumb. pains for the first time. I can't yeah. deal with it. And then when you give that uh, a child that kind of power, they're going to do rational things. Like when you give a child crazy ghost arms. Remember reading that that children's book? When you go, when you give a child crazy ghost arms, she'll kill your family. I forget how the rest well, it's goes. A, it's a classic. It was, it was like that magic school bus for the shit. Oh, so good. 
Um, we get more flashbacks to hanging with Lucy, scenes we've already seen. Um, except we get new dialogue, I think, this time. You know what I say when I splash someone with water? I say, your face is dirty. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. Yep. It's you got water on you. Your face is dirty. To, uh, I, 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 um, I mean, I guess it's technically, like, it's probably, there could be some parasites in that water. You don't want to be drinking it. Leeches. Like, yeah. like, ha ha. If you drank any of that water, you might experience mild intestinal discomfort. You have a brain-eating amoeba now. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Let's get naked. Woo. Lucy. Oh, yeah. So Lucy uh, kills his family in front of him, and he, and he remembers it now. Um, uh, again, they just, just straight deep, deep sixes his folks uh, unceremoniously, which is... Uh, Traumatized, traumatizing and, and serious for a serious show and then Bando shows up and does not mesh with the tone at all because it's a very seri- serious scene um, and like so it, it's just like she realizes it's like okay here's the scene we get that flashback we come back and he's like you you killed my family and then this shitty drum and bass kicks in and Bando jumps yes. into the frame and goes yeehaw bitches boom Boom, it's fucking incredible. Oh, it's so good, man. <laughs> it's, it's like they had to meld two elements that didn't work together at all. Bando uh, is the shining cool. beacon of quality in this fucking shithole of a it show. Would, it would be like if if it was like the, the first scene in Glorious Bastards, you know, where, where the Jew hunter is like being super serious. And, and then like you've got Vincent Vega for a Pulp Fiction walking in, a fucking John Travolta. And he's like, what's going on here? I'm going to shoot this heroin. It's just, it's just two elements that don't mesh together I st- at all. I still think those tones are closer than like finding out the person <laughs> you've been sheltering is the one who, who brutalized brutally killed your family in front of you and then action man randy savage impersonator <laughs> jumps in uh with like dual uzis or something i don't know fantastic finally get to episode 13 the ending nana gets back with the chief her papa as she calls him mm-hmm. even though she he's her his actual daughter is right 35 there. but whatever right there. um 35 goes to the hospital now because she's been disabled. Um, oh, but no, 35's not his daughter. It's actually Lucy that's his daughter. But he mentioned this mentions this really offhandedly. Wait, is this a... T- wait, I missed this. It's he totally says that. over my head. Yeah, no, he totally says Lucy's actually his daughter. What? Well, I don't, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think so. Where, he totally that? does. In episode 13. He's talking about... He's, he's uh, looking at Lucy when she's there. I'm not I, making don't, this up. I don't remember this. I, I don't remember any of this. That, that, no, because it's one line. He mentions it in one line offhandedly. I think his actual daughter was 36. 35 wasn't there. 35. And he's talking about a girl, and she goes, she's my daughter. And Lucy is like, Could you know, be a bad translation thing. I don't know. Let's I don't know. Keep going. I think it was 35. He committed suicide with 35. No, he yes. committed suicide with... Uh, or, yeah, no, he did. Yeah, yeah no, I'm pretty and, and, and that 80% was sure. out of out of love for his daughter. Like he wouldn't have done that if it wasn't his daughter. Yeah, because then he explicitly makes reference to his her, her mother, um, oh. loving her hmm. so much. You'd think his, he'd want his daughter to live. I don't know. Um, well, she's a monster. But, must die. Then why does he not blow up all of them? Not as a monster too. 
but yeah, 35 and Lucy fight. Again, these fights would be so much better without the dumb arms. They look terrible. Like, we could guess what's happening without the terrible CG arms. Like, especially when they're fighting the other monsters, they just punch them, punch them instead of ripping their arms apart. They just... They literally just start punching them. Instead yeah, of doing exactly what ev- they've done to every other character in the show, which is just basically slice them in fucking half. Yes, instantly. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what? Uh, so Lucy appears dead. Uh, okay, yes. Then, he's, then Chief says, okay, no, 35 is his daughter. 35 whines a bunch. And she says, daddy, no, because she's going to shoot her. But then uh, Chief gets himself blowed up uh, with her, with the bomb. Again, not sure why he did that. And then I guess that turns out to have been the climax of the show with these side characters. Because that's kind of it. Uh, scientist lady talks to the head honcho and he has horns too and laughs like a crazy man. And then that scene ends immediately, which is very funny. Um Kota is upset again, so his voice actor acts wasted once more. Um, He he decides that he loves Lucy, uh, doesn't want her to leave, even though she killed everyone that he loves. And uh, you get another flashback to them hanging out as kids. Again, flashbacks to the exact same scenes. They were in the last episode. It's uh, it's brutal. Amazing. The show should have really ended right there when they were kissing. And, That's, and I would have been happy. That would have been way too fast, but it it would it, it really the, the earlier this show ends, the better because it's you just you got to cut your losses at some point. Um, but then yeah, Lucy gets gunned down by a bunch of gun guys unceremoniously at the very last second, like two minutes before the show ends, and then everyone's eating. And but then oh, who's at the door? It's a silhouette. It's Jesus. And then, and then the grandfather. Jesus is here for the Christmas. Grand, the grandfather clock works again. Das Ende. Yes. German. Do you what remember? Could, what could that grandfather clock even be symbolism for? By the way. Yeah, because she was. It was basically something she did for like an episode when she was really dumb. It's like he gets to the house that he brings up that doesn't work anymore. It doesn't. You know, it hasn't worked for however long. And then when they're cleaning the house together, they're trying to fix it, and it doesn't work. And then in the last episode, it starts to work. It's, I don't know what it's, it's whole, just like a callback to a thing that didn't matter really it's fucking deep man I guess it's because they were working together to fix it and then all but, the, but, finally but, all the pieces meshed together and the gears started turning and it's all it all worked out in the end maybe but Lucy put the most effort into it I guess uh, anyways that's how anyways easy. yeah um there was a lot of explanation for um, for something uh, inter- a ma- massively entertaining, but very bad. Yeah, I didn't have t- too much trouble uh, finishing it. It, it. I felt compelled to see what was next, just to see what avenues of horror, like horrifyingly bad, that we would go down. And it just yeah. there was a new twist and turn, not in the narrative so much as in like. Wow, that's just in poor taste, or wow, that that's really convenient, or wow, every single wow. character has to be have the darkest backstory possible. This it's has not enough no to be subtlety. It's How not little can to, you have? Ex- yes, uh, did it, it? Not only do your characters need to be homeless, 
and abused by everybody mm-hmm. around them. They also need to be rape survivors. And, and some and sometimes get decapitated. Yes. Um, it's basically race for the bottom in terms of how how over the top can we make these backstories? Who can suffer the most in the past? I think, I'll shoot I think your cat, Dakota I'll shoot your dog. gets off easy. Because he doesn't get raped. His parents are just killed in front of him. That's it. I mean, at least Mahi's parents are still alive. Yeah, half of his parents are still alive, and no. he doesn't even remember. No, his parents are both dead, right? Uh, this is, oh, is his mom dead? Did they mention his mom? Shit, I forget. I'm going to assume she's probably kicking somewhere. What? Really? Yeah, I don't know. You'd think they would at least make mention of her. Did they mention that she died at some point before? No. no. I don't know. Uh-uh. Weird. Hmm. Uh, anyways, what do you, what do you, what do you think, Declan? Um, I, I, uh, I mean, I think the show is just sort of, just sort of regular bad, just sort of bad. Again, I've seen Brynhildr, so I was, uh, I was prepared spiritually for this. I was not super, uh, surprised. I was actually surprised at, at, again, how much like Brynhildr it is. I mean, he reuses just about everything. Um, so, you know, it's like a four out of 10. And as for the, you know, it's immense popularity. Uh, I, I mean, again, I understand why the youngins, they like it. Um, but it's just weird that, you know, this one stands out above all the others. And I guess the reason for that is because there must've just been not a much, not much, or, you know, there, there must, there's just not a lot of of gore porn um you know you know pretentious gore uh you know it's it's a it's a callback to the to the gore exploitation anime of the 90s but without almost. any of the animation quality <clears throat> so like it's not people say this is like one of the most gory shows ever and there's definitely a lot of like limbs getting ripped off and shit but it doesn't have the literal gore of something like Angel Cop, or like Angel Cop has the one shot. I mean, you know, or or like just like it doesn't have that '80s OVA or '90s OVA like. No, gore. certainly not. There's no, there's no sinew. There's no. It's just straight cut. It's like a fucking butcher shop, you know. Like limbs are just hung up. No. By, um, it's very clinical with its gore. Yeah, and you know, people must remember this show, um, like very fondly. I, I, I can't imagine they would stick to their guns if they went back to it. I mean, this show, like, I know Mal isn't a good website, but you know, you can gauge the quality of a show based on their ratings if you take it as like a six to nine scale. If you use with the IGN six, scale. With six being abysmal and nine, or an eight being very good and nine being meme, and this show has a has a seven point eight on Mal, which is uh, you know, let me read off some other things that are a seven point eight on Mal. How about that? How about we do that? What else is a seven point eight? Um, flip flappers and and new game oh and God. panty and stocking. <laughs> um uh Ganshikin is a seven point seven five. Oh my gosh. Uh <laughs> um Mind Game is a seven point eight six. It's literally fucking impossible 
to get that take. How dare anybody to watch Mind Game and then watch this and possibly think that they're even on the same spectrum. They're fucking... Oh my god. How, what are even negative reviews of Mind Game like? Like, what the fuck? Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I doubt anyone's written... Uh, I think you could probably just say it's boring. It's a little slow. It's slow uh, it, it, in the... Wait, are you talking about Mind Game? Yeah. Oh, what the f- that's, That shit's at an 11 all the time, except for when they're in the fish for half the movie. <laughs> that's like two-thirds of the movie, my man. Yeah. Easily. Probably even more. Um, that's when it gets good. But, uh, you know, I should just read some reviews of Elf and Lead. Let's, but while I'm, search- while I'm searching for those, I want to hear you guys. I want to hear what you have to, th- to think and to say. I think my opinion has been stated... Uh, yeah, it's gratuitous. Um, you seem to have a lock on why people like this show. I'm, uh, um, I feel like there are still new people seeing this and enjoying it when we've got one in the room with us. Uh, so, so do I, I genuinely want to hear your opinion here. What, what do you, what do you got for me, David? What's your, what's your, 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 your make your case to God here. I enjoyed the show. I think it was a great show. I think it was a fine show. Uh, there, yeah, let's go on. There were there were many moments where there were many elements of the show that weren't weren't that great. Of course, that we've talked about the entire episode. Of course, like there's a bunch of parts that just weren't made well, wasn't produced well. The the writing wasn't great. Whatever. But there were multiple aspects of the show that were good. That we haven't really covered. That yeah, oh yes, please. I think a lot of it had to do with the relationships between the characters. Uh, I think it, it delved a little more into the psychological play than we talked about. Really, you saw a lot of men- mental illness in the show. A lot of different ways people reacted to things. Uh, yeah, it may have been superficial and made up, but it still represented a real idea, which was quite interesting to me, at least. Uh, what do you think is the most interesting relationship in this show? Uh, well, I think there are multiple interesting relationships. I think the, uh, I mean, I don't know. As just, no. uh, as just a fan, I, I really liked New and, and Coda. Just, yeah, <laughs> uh, I... I agree, but probably for a different reason. No. <laughs> um, um, I want to be Coda, but you I know. mean, he's the character I've related to the most in anime for a split second. Oh, yes. sure, but um, me IRL. Yes, literally me. Um, well, are there? Let's. What are aspects that you didn't like? Me or him? Most of the most of the stuff that you guys are talking about that I, I didn't like. I mean, we agreed upon the, the majority of the things, mm-hmm. but there were there were parts that we didn't dive into that were, made the show good. Okay. Okay. So, like what? Pretty much exactly what I said. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the 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 relationships in the show, and I, I think a lot of it might have been fan service, and I think a lot of it might have been just to cater to the audience. But it was uh, quite entertaining. Are you talking about the relationships more like backstory or the relationships like their interactions with each other and their dialogue? 
interactions with each other. Okay. And, uh, I mean, Coda's entire trauma incident, it was quite difficult to understand why he couldn't remember anything the entire show. Um, I think I know why. And it turns out his entire family was killed. I think it's for plot convenience. Because otherwise the show wouldn't work, because he would just say, hey, leave, because I remember you. Hey, you I'm can't going be do- you can't be being here. Done to me. You gotta not do this. Um, well, that's certainly an interesting take. Um, that's some you're, you on, th- you're th- on some next level shit, David. I, I don't th- know what I, the fuck you're talking about. I think I think it's a great show. I'd rate it up a seven point eight. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, what do you think? What do you think the audience sees in this show? Sorry, you said you we went and read some positive reviews. No. What do you think the audience sees in this show? Like, what do you think a 14-year-old girl sees in this show in which women are repeatedly ripped in from limb well, and slapped? Well, I read some negative reviews as well. I think a 14-year-old, maybe that's not the audience for the show, honestly. I think uh, mm. there, there, there are a lot of moments that are just way too grotesque for a younger person to, to <laughs> be able to handle. And as well as that... The David, actual think of psychological this. elements that I was talking about, the people wouldn't be able to pick up at such a young age. They wouldn't be able to understand. I think that's those. the entire appeal to a 14-year-old is watching this and thinking, it's like, oh my god, I've never seen any... I've literally only ever Man, gone to I see Nicholas Sparks I movies. I wish I was mine. I, I got raped by my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? David, are you implying that 14-year-olds don't like violent, th- bloody... Uh, uh, I'm sure sexual they do, things. But this was very emotionally violent as well. This is definitely probably unlike anything they have seen before. If this is like a first five anime they've ever seen, they've seen Full Metal Alchemist, they've seen Naruto, and now they're seeing this. Yeah, no, this, people. The- this is. I I I think the takeaway is that if you've never seen an anime before, and you've only consumed Western media, this is probably pretty outside your the things you're used to. This is yeah. definitely going to be a new experience to see such horrific things occur on a screen, and there's definitely a novelty to that. Uh, over the years, like I've heard so many references to this show, and the 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 things that always come up is, you know, saw it as an early teenager, and people bring up that it was the first like serious, not for kids, anime they watched, and they were they were. Uh, flabbergasted that anime could be uh, mature and for adults and violent and R-rated. It's like the Ninja uh, Scroll effect, where it's like you've been watching Sailor Moon, and then the, the, your your fan your friend slips you the Ninja Scroll VHS, and you flip that shit on, and then you see girls with their titties out, and you're like, oh my god, oh my and then god. you see a dude get his head off, and you're like, oh my god, I love oh. anime, because because. Uh, <laughs> Because it gets your pee-pee a little bit hard. That's how they hooked you. Yeah. David, can you please, can you just, I want you to reach deep inside, and I want you to pull out a, a deep psychological uh, theme or element from this show specifically that we can grasp and, and hold up high as a triumph of Elfin Lead. Please. Well, I think, I think so far you've been esoteric. Um... <laughs> I understand but, but that this. I think that that's this the way the show comes off, though. I think that's it's very hard to actually go deep inside and pull out one of the details. But I'll try. 
Okay, yeah. I'll try. I, I respect your attempt. Um... I feel... Many, many of the relationships. <laughs> this is so difficult. You, know, you guys are right. Oh my god. No, 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 no. There, there were multiple relationships in the show that were that were quite interesting. <laughs> but what's, what's, what? I need a concrete example. Can you give me an interaction? Um. I, I, I want, I want this for you. I want you to get this. I, I know. If, if I was watching the show, and and we were. Narrating the show, like and, and talking about the show while we watch it, I could easily tell you the, the specific moments. Now we've but done, as a we've summary, done it's very difficult to tell because it, there's very subtle overtones the entire show. We've um, we've done we've done this though. We did sit and comment the entire thing. Yeah, I but you never once brought these. I, I it's almost like you've you've kind of created this this out of. Out of uh, in in the past twenty four hours, you seem to have turned a corner on Elfin Lead. Which David, not- I, I I think you may have as a defense mechanism to terrible <laughs> to a, to to garbage. You have sort of formed a like a defensive like a clam forming a beautiful pearl around a grain of sand. I think you 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 formed this feeling this gut feeling of of un, of some kind of undertones around this schlock. I think that, you might have projected, to, to protect your to protect yourself from psychological damage. I think you've projected the um, the trauma that you uh, uh, that you've experienced with the show onto the show, and that your personal experience of abuse with the show has imprinted that impression upon you. Like you think the show uh, has this because you experienced the Stockholm syndrome for it, because you were subjected to thirteen episodes of it. Or, you're right. I, I, it's difficult for me right now to tell you exactly what happens. I'm able to come up with something, but I, I will write an essay about this show. I'll put it in the show. Two to make five a, page essay yeah, explaining yeah. all the psychological undertones and then send it to you for you guys I'll, to put it on. I'll put post it in the show it. notes. We'll put it Absolutely. in the show notes for the episode. Okay. Dave, read the show notes for David's essay on why Elfin Lead uh, has hidden depths. It's, yeah, you need to because you know Pete, you're gonna say that Elfin Lead has a bunch of subtle psychological undertones. People are gonna think you're fucking crazy. I'll, get, the, my, I'll get my friend Nick to to do a dramatic narration of it. <laughs> <laughs> now would be a good time to mention, by the way, that this podcast isn't real and we we don't exist, and that you're just crazy. It's a projection. It's you. You've manifest. Actually, Elfin Lead isn't even real. You're, you watched no. your family get murdered when you were a child. And this yeah, and is your defense your, mechanism. Your memories, have taken, your memories have now been filtered through a silly cartoon uh, 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 veneer. Which is what happened to me as well. That happens well, about you, you after about five or six anime. at all about why people have acted the way they do. Instead, you've just looked at the way people have acted and immediately made fun of it and said, oh, the creators are stupid for making them seem like this. Okay. You, you haven't actually tried to understand why they're acting the way they do. Well, it's just that the conclusions that are reached seem uh, fake. I think, I think a lot of it is, in, is somewhat dumb. They don't seem but. in line with really what's occurred. Um, I, the, the, the explanation for Lucy's split personality is insufficient. <laughs> And also never really addressed after the initial the, moment. The explanation is, I, I can the, be your angle or your devil. 
the I think the original <laughs> personality split occurred when she was shot in the head by that armor-pierced round yes. sniper. And but I, what happens to the dopey Lucy at the end of the show? Where does she go? She never I think comes she back. had enough. Maybe that was her behind the, behind the behind the the gate, man. She started to realize, and she came back into her own figure. Okay. I'm not sure exactly. I'm, I'm, we're going to have to come back to this. This show's there's confounded you. Forget, there's a lot of forgetfulness, which I think has also imparted itself upon you. And the, there's the, there's an instance where, is it Mayu, is a little girl? Uh, Mayu witnesses a girl get all of her limbs ripped off and just forgets about it. Coda watches. Well, she thinks parent. it's a dream. She forces it out, I guess. Again, this is all way too convenient and just like not. This is very poor plot writing. It doesn't all around. seem natural. Extremely it just, lazy. It seems entirely. I want to be at this point, and these characters, they're, they don't. The story isn't told because the characters need to do these things. The characters are molded to fit the story that's being told. Yeah, it's Which every is, every soap opera cliche of like, oh, amnesia and coma and unconsciousness and and dad rape and what? Dad rape. Oh, yes. Every that too. soap opera. Yep. Butthole staring. Remember that '90s band, Butthole Starers? I'll I'll write my essay and I'll show you guys. I'm looking forward to it. I, oh, I'm stoked. David, that would be the best thing ever. Please. We'll put it up, untouched. We'll right. just, it'll just be. This is right. David's we'll, essay. We'll do a week or two. I, I, uh, week or two? okay. I got some positive reviews of Elf and Lead here, but David. Maybe that'll help. Maybe, maybe this will get your noggin it'll jogging. Start something. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the llama gives this show eight out of ten in March two thousand eight. <clears throat> here are some. I'll just I'll just read you some ex- excerpts. Remember, eight out of ten. Um. The characters are all okay. They do act really stupid at times. They've all got some backstories. <laughs> uh, the artwork is extremely good, yet very average. <laughs> You've got a lot to live up to, David. Your essay's gonna have to. It sounds like a really good review. Like I, I don't know what you're tr- like. Uh, this guy seems like an idiot. This, this person writing review. I, it's just these are the things you have to eclipse. So it's a low bar. You to have the greatest positive review of Elfin Lead. Is quite easy. I'm not trying to have the greatest positive review. I'm well, trying to have my own review, which shows exactly what I thought. Of the I show. know. I just think that by writing anything, you will probably have the best positive review of Elfin Lead ever written, which should be presented. As a seven point eight, definitely. What I into, yeah, there you, there needs to be a counterpoint to, to our overwhelming negativity, and I look forward to reading it. All right. The soundtrack is decent, with a marvelous Latin opening theme named Lilium that fits right into the series' overall tone, and an ending theme that, while a bit more cheerful, fits in with the love triangle between the main characters. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit at all. Uh, all in all, Elf and Lead is an anime that does a very audacious thing by having so much cruelty, gore, and nudity in one series, but the end wow. result is a masterpiece anime that wouldn't have been good without wouldn't have been good without the without all the little girls getting torn to shreds. It's crazy that no, there was never actually a single I- instance of violence in the history of anime up until 2004 where it happened. happened yeah, very audacious. That's audacious. Here's a 10 out of 10. Okay. From Ubermensch. Uh, I'm going to have to rescind that title, buddy. I'm going to have to check the records on that one. Someone's cooking the books. Watch out. Ugh. 
Uh, Elephant Lead is something else. Just watching the first 10 minutes of the first episode and one can understand this is not your typical anime. A series modeled in many ways after the tragedies of Shakespeare in ancient Greece. Whoa! <laughs> Elfin Lead is not something that you ought to enjoy a sudding day with. What? The seemingly grotuist? Grotutist? That's not a word. Not gro- Oh, I guess grotuitist? I don't know if that's how you spell it's that. It's like grotesque and gratuitous had a baby. And yeah, no, baby. it's not grotuitous. It's not, yeah. Uh, nudity may put some people off of this series, but I have to say that the story would not have the same impact without it. Story 10. Elfin Lead boasts some of the most intense and intriguing, intriguing plot lines I have ever experienced in anime. It must be known that the central theme to Elfin Lead are central themes to help Elfin Lead are hate, anger, and inhumanity. <laughs> intriguing. Every darkness of the human soul is represented in this 16 in this 13 episode series. There hey, they're all represented. All they're all there. All the sex ones, the violent ones. The yeah. Except for gluttony. Everybody forgets about gluttony. I guess, yeah, no, um, they eat a lot, I don't know. Animation 8, not much to say here. (laughs) Speaks for itself, motherfucker. The animation is very good, but nothing really stands out. I do really like the opening that shows a style adapted from the famous Austrian painter Gustav Klimt. Um, 8 out of 10, not much to say. I, uh, I think we gotta wrap this thing up. (laughs) Sound 10, character 9. Um, character Elf- nine. Character nine. Elfin Lead has the, the story. Lead has the best in-depth characters I've seen since Neon Genesis Evangelion. Wow. The characters are real, with both light and darkness in their souls. <laughs> I, I uh, think that's a enjoyment ten. I think that's a good one to leave it on. Uh, anticipate hot take from David. Um, I'll let you know my review. It's pending. David's David's opinions on Elfin Leader pending. Um, I would say watch it. <laughs> I would say watch it. It's definitely, a good time. Definitely watch it. It's or if you time. want a newer version from like 2014, just watch Brynhildr. You know, it's it looks better. It's Blu-ray, I guess. I like, that this, I like that this looks like DeviantArt. So I'm in. I think DeviantArt looks like this. It was um, an old show. I'm gonna give the, I'm gonna give this this one a definite must watch. Give it if you if you've like watched too much good stuff and you're just like, you know, I need to go back to my. This is this is an important show. Yes. This is a uh, yeah. This is a must watch. Not you know just for posterity. Yes. It's a it's a you have to do it. It's like watching. uh, It's like watching Ben Hur. You got to do it. You know. We had to do it. You, you know we had to do it to him. We had to do it. <laughs> Cut. All right. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. <laughs>